Friday. Happy Friday. It is Friday, October 21st, 2022, and welcome to episode number 440 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being supporters of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me. You beautiful, beautiful study. And, uh, yeah, I got a cold. My voice sounds wrecked up. Whatever. It's all good. Life is good. It's a Friday. I hope you had an amazing Thursday. I hope you're primed for a fabulous Friday, a great weekend. You know that I love you guys. Today it is my prediction episode where I'm going to talk about how I see this Steelers-Dolphins game unfolding. I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> what that means in terms of the actual outcome, not a damn thing. But I'm going to give you my best educated and informed prediction on how I see Sunday night's contest playing out. As always, just want to start by expressing my gratitude to Yins. Love Yins guys and gals out there. Appreciate your support. Thanks so much for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. Please keep that going. Thank you so much. Don't forget about the cast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. New episode up this week. Check it out. That's linked in the show notes. And don't forget that The Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and get daily updates to your feed. All right, here we go. Steelers, Dolphins, Sunday night, 820. Coming off a big win, much needed win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 20-18. to 18. Getting healthy. Pat Freyamuth is going to be back out there Sunday night. Minka is going to be back out there. Looks like Akella Witherspoon, Cam Sutton, everybody. Everybody's going to be back out there on the field. Steven Sims is questionable because of, sounds like a hamstring injury. So we don't know how that's going to play out, if he's going to be back there, or if it's going to be Gunnar Olszewski again, which I'm hoping not because Sims had a couple great returns last week. And it looks like Kenny Pickett's going to get the go as a starting guy. So the team is getting healthy. That's very important. And they're going to need all their firepower in their secondary to just try to slow down these Dolphins receivers, their vertical passing threat because it is legitimate with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, And that's really going to be my focal point here with the Dolphins offense versus the Steelers defense is can the Steelers neutralize the passing game? Now, here's one thing I'll say about Tua T. I'm just calling him Tua T because I can't pronounce his last name. He's not the best passer. Now, I know he had a good couple of games to start the season before his concussion. He was pressing the ball down the field. He was playing successfully. But he is a guy who has struggled with the deep ball. He is more of an intermediate to short pass thrower. And I think if the Steelers Steelers can contest the deep ball or disguise coverages, make him think, twice 
about throwing deep or make him hesitate, then I think that's going to put the Steelers secondary in position to possibly make plays in terms of defense passes or interceptions, but also just to throw off his timing so that he overshoots his receivers or underthrows them. He's off target. So don't discount the Brian Flores factor here either, having an intimate knowledge of this team. That's going to factor into this. So I think the defense is going to throw some coverages out there to force Tua to question what he's seeing. And here's what has to happen in conjunction with that is the pass rush has to, they don't have to get home. They just need to apply pressure. They have to force quick decision-making by Tua. They have to force him to throw earlier than he wants to. And again, that's going to lead to some misfires and some misplays down the field. So that's that's what I'm looking for is for the defense to throw off the timing and the comfort between Tua and his receivers and just those little little nuances, those little tweaks to throw off the timing can have a negative impact on the output of that passing game. So that's what I'm seeing there. In terms of the the rushing defense for the Steelers, the Dolphins don't have the greatest ground game. However, this is the Steelers' rush defense who has struggled really all year. So I don't want to make a bold proclamation to say, oh, the Steelers will be able to handle that running game easily because we don't know that. But if they could play like they did last week, now that was a Buccaneers running game that wasn't great. But if they can play like that, and there's no reason to think that they shouldn't be able to, they're going to give the team every opportunity to win this game. So again, it's it's pretty simple. Slow down the deep ball. Disguise the coverages. Utilize Flores, Flores's knowledge of Tua and the Dolphins to generate some coverages that make him think twice. On top of that, get some manufactured pressure because you're not getting it off the edge. So what I mean by manufactured pressure, pressure, I mean blitz packages where you're sending different guys, <clears throat> whether it's Arthur Mallette, Terrell Edmonds, you have some crossfire gap blitzes from the inside backers. So that's, that's the approach I think they're going to take. Offensively, so the Dolphins have a decent defense. The, the running game, how, how much can we say? The running game's got to get going. It has to get going to give Kenny Pickett in the offense just a break so they don't have to throw the ball as much as they have been throwing it. And maybe this is the game where we see Jalen Warren get more touches, more carries. Quite possibly that's what's going to happen. But what I want to see 
and what we need to start seeing, we saw it from Trubisky a little bit there the second half when he came in last week. We need to see Pickett consistently attacking the middle of the field and taking deep shots down the perimeter of the field. We haven't seen a deep shot yet to George Pickens. Prime opportunity this weekend to make that happen. You've got to start taking some shots to make defenses respect you. Now, I know he's a young quarterback. He's learning. But the only way you're going to learn is by doing. He's got to start firing the ball down the field. He's got to trust trust his reads, trust his eyes, trust his receivers. The only way you're going to build a connection, build a rapport, and build confidence to consistently go down the field is by throwing down the field. So that's got to happen this weekend. I think the Steelers are due. They're due for a big win with a large margin of victory. It's been a while since they've had one of those games. It's been a while where at the half they're up three scores. And you could just sit back and be like, oh, this is this is nice. There's no pressure. And it just seems like every play is gold. Fumble recoveries, sacks, interceptions, big touchdown passes. A night where everything just comes together and clicks. We talked about last year how we just needed one of those games. It never happened. And you can only go so many games before you have one of those contests where everything lines up for your team. You build some confidence. And that's what I see happening Sunday night against the Dolphins. I'm taking your Pittsburgh Steelers 33-13 over the Dolphins. It might be a game where at the outset, Tyreek Hill catches a bomb for a touchdown from Tua and everybody's thinking, oh my God, this is going to be a route. But then the Steelers rally and start making play after play after play after play after play. And they went comfortably. And Steelers Nation is happy for two consecutive weeks. Putting them in a position where it's David versus Goliath when they go into Philly. And that Steelers team, if they start believing, anything can happen. So that's my take studyings for this coming Sunday night game. I'm excited for it. I can't, I just I love Sunday night football. It's probably my favorite outside of the one o'clock games. It's my favorite time to watch a football game. I'm not a big fan of Thursday night. I definitely do not like Monday night. But big, big fan of Sunday night football. So very excited for that. Can't wait to watch the game. Can't wait to be talking about it with all of you Monday. And hopefully we are talking about a big Steelers win. And that's going to do it for this Friday episode. Again, I hope you are having a marvelous, magnificent, spectacular, fabulous, fantastic, phenomenal, thrilling, scintillating week. Hope your Friday is amazing. Hope your Saturday and Sunday rock. Hope you get to watch the Steelers game with your loved ones. Enjoy it. Cheer your team on to victory. And I want you to remember this. 
on this beautiful October 21st, 2022. We only have 10 more days to go in this month. Remember this. Life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.